it's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on Sirius XM Patriot. Governor Benito Nippelring has announced that New York's ballparks, most specifically uh, City Field and Yankee Stadium, will reopen with segregated sections for vaccinated and unvaccinated. In the vaccinated sections, people will be able to sit in, I guess, regular proximity, whereas the unvaccinated sections will have to uh, remain socially distanced, masks on, all this other stuff. And nobody sees a chilling pattern here. I mean, how long until there are two water fountains? One for the vaccinated, one for the unvaccinated. How long until we start having to wear our proof of vaccine cards on our outermost clothing? Andrew, you're being extreme. Well, the Democrats do it all. Everything they don't like is Hitler, even when they're acting like it. This is about pure and simple submission. This is about submission, obedience, and the worst evolution of virtue signaling. How many of you separate your trash? Because, you know, you understand conservation, right? Conservative conservation. Okay, I throw out cans and bottles on one day, and I throw out my regular garbage, like food garbage, on another. But then there are the people that want you to know, right? They want you to know that they separate their trash. They're very proud of their gleaming bins with the recycle symbol on it. It's the same people who went out and bought, I'm just going to be honest, the Toyota Prius is an ugly car. It's an ugly car. It's an ugly design. Actually, a lot of these early hybrids were pretty ugly. What was the Honda Fit? They were just ugly cars. Well, that shouldn't really matter. Well, you could have put that engine in anything. But it was almost as if these people were proud to drive an ugly car because they wanted to let you know they were better than you. Like the people who don't shut up about biking to work. I have a mountain. Well, I haven't. I run. But there was a time when I enjoyed riding my bike for fitness. Didn't make me better than anyone. But it seems like pseudo-intellectual leftists are constantly looking for the next behavioral demonstration where they can show off how they're better than you. They're better, they're more enlightened, they're more knowledgeable, even if they've completely departed any reason or application of knowledge or, dare I say, the science. We read to you the other day, actually it was yesterday, from The Atlantic, that for the left, this is purely a political thing. That activists, left-minded voters, even the political class have completely departed any adherence to science. Vaccinated people do not need to be wearing masks outside. They just don't. And yet, for a lot of people, this is a demonstration of their politics like riding a bike to work, like having a Prius with a tailgate full of politically correct bumper stickers, like proudly displaying. It's not enough that you just separate your damn trash. You want everybody to see in the background 
in your kitchen that you've got three different bins because you're just better than everyone. They're just better than you. Even though it makes no sense. It's all, this, this, I swear, they should start handing out tutus on the left. If you want to be such a trained dog, that if you want to live your life standing up on your hind legs, waiting for a treat, you go right ahead. That is not a demonstration of your intelligence. It's a demonstration of your idiocy. The willingness, this, the absolute willingness to fall in line with any call for conformity. You know, I'm old enough to remember, I'm old enough to remember when social conservatives were outraged by everything. Rap lyrics, rock lyrics, pop lyrics, right? The latest Madonna video on MTV, oh my God. And there was a generation of us that looked at that and said, what's the big deal? We survived Elvis's pelvis. We survived the Woodstock generation. We survived punk rock. We survived MTV. We survived Marilyn Manson. We'll survive WAP. Right? These, these, these are trends in art. When they say rock and roll makes people do crazy things, people were doing crazy things long before rock and roll. I think there's a generation of us that get that. We survived horror movies. We've survived violent video games. The claim that these things trigger certain behaviors, again, those behaviors were there long before. You know, there was a time in this country you could walk into a hardware store and walk out with a Thompson machine gun. And you know, there were no school shootings. Yeah, you had organized crime. The Thompson became known as the Chicago typewriter because of criminals. But you didn't have school shootings. You didn't have school shootings. Amazing, right? So there was crazy, there is crazy behavior to be had without any influence from rock and roll or horror movies. I mean, we had slavery before rock and roll, right? People did crazy things. But now we have this demand. And if you remember, who remembers the, um, the Dr. Seuss book or the cartoon, The Starbelly Sneetches? Anybody remember that? The Starbelly Sneetches? Is that, was it? Let me just make sure that's the right title. The Starbelly Sneetches, yes, the Starbelly Sneetches. There were two groups of Sneetches, if you remember. One had stars on their belly, the others didn't. And the ones with the stars on their bellies thought they were better than the plain belly Sneetches. And then somebody came along and offered to paint, make a machine that put bellies, put stars on the bellies of the non Starbelly Sneetches. And you know what the Starbelly Sneetches did? They removed their stars because they wanted to demonstrate that they were better. There was also a South Park episode with this, with the uh, the goth kids shopping at, uh, was it J. Crew or The Gap? These are just people that want to demonstrate. They're constantly in need of attention and some form of virtue signaling. It's amazing how Biden is on one side talking about his successes in rolling out the vaccine that was literally handed to him 
by the Trump administration, with a plan for distribution by the Trump administration, which has been followed by the Biden administration. The media could say whatever. Well, Trump was going to let the states distribute it. And? And? That, isn't that the plan? The states know their territories better? Anyway, on one side, Biden and his his mouthpieces are bragging how we're approaching two-thirds of the adult population being vaccinated, but yet they're telling us to maintain the behavioral controls. It's not about the vaccine. It's not about the virus. There are many, many people in government and and in the universities, anthropologists, sociologists, psychologists, psychiatrists, behavioral studies, all this other stuff. They want to see how far the government can go. How much will we obey? How much will we abide? And then what to do with those that resist? Notice that word's been tossed out the window. The resistance. The so-called resistance under Trump. Let me repeat myself. If you're resisting to get bigger government, if you're resisting for a government takeover of healthcare, if you're resisting for an open border, if you're resisting to submit to international rule, you're resisting wrong. You're rebelling wrong. Rebellions don't bring big government. Or at least they're not supposed to. That's why whenever I see somebody making memes from Star Wars, oh, Trump is Vader. No, he's not. Not even close. You know what else the left wants? They love shame campaigns. And they love street violence. Yes, they blather on. Notice how they blather on only about January 6th. I have not seen any commissions formed to study the political violence of the left. Right? You've got Liz Cheney out there. Oh, of course, there's got to be a commission. We've got to study what happened on January 6th. Yeah, when are we going to study the endless left-wing violence in cities like Minneapolis and Portland, Seattle, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia. When are we going to study that? We're not. Because that political violence meets means to an end. That is is the enforcement arm of the left. Shame and violence. Even if we know when we rapidly approach a supermajority of Americans being vaccinated at their own free will, the mask mandates and the social distancing and the plexiglass blockades and all this other stuff is going to stay in place because they want people to reject so they can use shaming and violence. Oh, your neighbor didn't get vaccinated? Oh, that business is not requiring masks? Burn it down. You want to talk about how this has a history, labor violence in this country. What happened to people that crossed picket lines, that wanted a job more than membership in a union? You know exactly what happened to them. 
We see this throughout Central America and South America, more specifically Cuba and Venezuela, the Colectivos. The unnamed, unregistered enforcement arm of the left. Wines at 695 Patriot 9572874. This is be this is behavior modification. This is nothing more than behavior modification. The Democrats and big government want permanent behavior modification. Wear your mask. Do as we say. Stand in line. Wait. Why do you think we're talking about third doses, fourth doses? We're going to have to be dosed next year, every two years. Because they love the machine they've created. You will show up on time. You will show up when assigned. You will show up and do as you're told. And you will take a needle when we say so. They love this. This is behavior modification. Let's listen to Benito Nipple Ring. It's not enough that he killed 15,000 New Yorkers. Now he wants you to keep your mouth shut and be separate but equal. Play it. So for baseball reopening May 19th, uh, two different categories. Not Yankees, Mets. Vaccinated, unvaccinated. Vaccinated people, normal capacity, normal seating uh, for people who are vaccinated. Sit next to each other in a section, sit next to your friends, sit next to your family. Just normal capacity, normal seating. Vaccinated families who have a child 16 under who's not eligible, uh, that child can be seated with the family. Uh, we ask them to wear masks, but you attend the ball game like you attended the ball game uh, two years ago. For unvaccinated people, uh, the six foot distancing applies with masks and that comes out to roughly 33% in those sections uh, capacity for unvaccinated people, okay? So if you're vaccinated, that's one category. You're unvaccinated, that's another category. No testing, but if you're vaccinated, you have the Excelsior Pass, you have proof of vaccination. Uh-huh, you show us uh, your papers. And that will determine where you sit. Uh, added advantage. Mets, Yankees, and the New York State Department of Health are going to team up. You didn't know that Dr. Zucker was a ball player, but you do now. Uh, he is now an official member of both the Yets, Mets and the Yankees. Uh, doesn't strike you as a ball player. He's, he's stronger and and more agile than you may appear. And he's younger than his years also. So he's an official member of the team and they have teamed up. You can get a vaccine at the game. There'll be an agent of the state of New York or the city of New York. Show us your papers and a hand gesture in one direction or don't show us your papers and a hand gesture in the other direction. Freedom, liberty, privacy, 
limited government. Some of you progressives will never learn. Wines at 695 Patriot 957-2874. By the way, before I go to break, can we do the same thing for AIDS? Before people socialize? Before they sign up for dating apps? Straight dating apps, gay dating apps, bisexual dating apps, before people are allowed to copulate. Should they have to show the government their papers to stop the spread? To prevent a public health crisis? We're right. They're wrong. That's the end of the story. The arguments on this radio program cannot be broken. Sirius XM Patriot. You can join me live on the Wilkow Majority, Monday to Friday, noon to 3 east, 9 to noon west, on Sirius XM Patriot, channel 125. <laughs> 